welcome back to By George from Page to Stage. My name is Matt Ogden, and this man right here is Richard Sykes. And this is part two of the current state of play, isn't it, Rich? Yeah, it is. Uh, we're in stasis at the moment, which means uh, we've done the writing and uh, and everything is pretty much ready to go. Uh, the rehearsal schedule is being written yeah. and the tickets are about to go on sale and we are about to start uh, actually rehearsing the thing. But Excellent. we're in, in this mid-ground. Mm. And what that means for my mind is that it just carries on working. It doesn't stop when it should. And it starts writing more songs that Maria has to say. No, Richard, you cretin. Yes. Like we said last time, I'm a, a Officially, an out of control credit, <laughs> and and the, the 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 problem the problem is that I cut it. it I, I'd never want this tap to turn off. Yeah, my terror is that you wake up one morning and the songs just aren't the there anymore. Juice is gone. Yeah, uh, but fortunately, it hasn't happened, and so uh, yeah, I'm still writing. And uh, while I was in Japan, yeah. I wanted to um, perhaps explore a different writing style there was a lot of pauses there where something could have been said but yeah I, <laughs> I wanted to experiment whilst i was in japan yeah <laughs> yes yeah you'd be amazed about the social scene but the the the, the point is that uh, i i came up with a song uh, to fill what I perceived as a gap in the show. Mm. Um, other people don't perceive it as a gap in the show, so no. it may never happen, but okay. we'll find out. But that's the whole point of this podcast, right? Yeah. Is that we are, so. we are finding out what's happening. We are going from page to stage. Yeah. So, and yeah. I thought it'd be a great way to, uh, to show you exactly how I do this because it's an idea that's still formulating in my brain. So you can, you can see how I actually write a song. We're having a songwriting cool. masterclass with Rich Sykes. It's not going to be that, folks, but it might just get you through exactly what I do. Awesome. Right. Okay. Should we crack on? Yeah, let's do it. See you at the keyboard. Hi. So, first things first, I'll start up usually with an idea in the morning. I don't know why my ideas always come in the morning, but they do. And I'll wake up and if, uh, if I've got a phone near me, I'll probably record something into the phone so I don't lose the idea. And then I'll come up to the piano and try and stick some chords on it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. To me. Okay. Right. Well, so what are you going to play for us now, Rich? Right. This is this is um, a, a song that shouldn't exist at all. It, it has no need to exist. Um, uh, Maria said uh, that it absolutely shouldn't go into the show, but she hasn't heard it yet. <laughs> so, um, the, I, I, what I wanted to do here was put a low key number. Um, in into at the end of a scene where Pauline is exasperated with George. She's frustrated with her own life, but she's even more exasperated that George isn't helping at all uh, to to try and maintain the relationship. And so I wanted a song called "The Pauline and George Show" because it's a show. And so it's like the theme tune to a fifties, um, like like a like a fifties sitcom. Um, and it's, uh, it, it's, so it's got a, a, but it's got a bluesy riff. It needs to be in a minor key. Nice. So, um, it couldn't be, it's not that. <laughs> it needed to be, uh, something, something in a minor key. So, um, the, the, the riff I came up with, uh, was, uh, 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 that I woke up with was this. So here it is, the Pauline and George show. Da 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 da
Something like that. And um, that's what pops into my head. And um, so the the opening riff was ba da ba da 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 and that's what I'll have put in the in, in the dictaphone. Um, it's only then a matter of mapping some chords onto it. Now, in my mind, whenever I come up with a line, the chords are already there. And what I end up doing is usually simplifying them to make the, the orchestration. But I'll try and keep as many of the little intricacies that I can um, as, I, as I go through. So, um, for instance, the first four chords would usually be... But that's a simplified version. What ha actually happened in my head was this. Weird. But <laughs> no nonetheless, occasionally they need simplifying. Uh, but that's what I came up with for this. So um, uh, that's the chord sequence. That's the chord structure. What to do from here, once I've written the chords and got a basic idea of what the melody is, uh, is to finish off the lyrics or try and finish off the lyrics to get um, a scope of the song and then hit the sequencer, which is where we're going to go now. Follow me. So once I've got my notes and my chords, I come down to the studio. And uh, here we are. It's a simple setup. We've got a keyboard and we've got a computer there and a sequencer running on it. A sequencer, all it does is you can map one track onto another track onto another track. So uh, there's an awful lot more that it does, but in basic, that's what it does. Um, I'm using a Mac Pro setup here um, with a studio system and uh, a, a decent audio interface and a microphone, but that's pretty much it. Um, I've got all the instruments set up because these are the ones I'm using in by George. So let's take a quick a quick peek at what the sounds like. Well, that's a that's a guitar. So we're going to have uh, some guitar chords. Uh, I've got a tune in there with just a flute, I think, and a, um, a piano. Nice. I've uh, got some drums, which are running a program called um, uh, Superior Drummer, which is very nice, and it just sequences things for me. Um, we've got a bass line. So we can simplify that. Um, we've also got uh, trumpets, uh, trombones, sax, violins, um, and some keys. And I've chosen for this piece, because it's going to be a, a big band track, uh, to add some more brass to it. So we've got some brass, and that'll be played by the keys player. So that's, um, that's our 10 part orchestration. And now let's take a look at those chords. So as you heard upstairs and what came through uh, overnight were these chords. So, um, and all we need to do now is pop those into the sequencer and um, just take a look at those. Um, let's have a go. So with all that played in, it sounds like this on the guitar. I've done a bit of neatening and some quantizing, which turns it all into nice, nicely red music down the bottom. They're all going to be on one beat, so we should be able to uh, figure that one out. 
You can see that the chord changes are, are quite complex in this one, but that helps the big band feel later on. Okay. From there, I think we should add some drums. Now, I, I don't have any particular ability with programming drums. Um, so uh, what I usually do is take a stock track and just import those in, something that sounds to be in the right feel. Uh, so I'll do that now. Okay, uh, that's done. It should kick in now. Okay, well the fills aren't exactly in the right place, but it gives us an idea of what the song's going to sound like. It's a nice little mellow swing rhythm. Uh, next thing to do is probably add a bass line. And again, I'm not particularly skilled at the bass, but what I can do is put a basic bass line in and then manipulate the notes up and down to make it sound a bit more interesting. So uh, once again, bear with me. So after some fiddling around, uh, this is what we've come up with uh, for the bass line. It'll kick in now. And it goes around again. Okay, so that's the end of our bass line. And we've got a track already that we could sing over. We could, uh, so let's have a, a quick a quick go with the tune. Uh, I'll pop it onto the, uh, I'll, I'll stick it on, on the flute here and see how that works. Something like that. Um, and I'll, I'll give you an idea of how the song sounds to me. Here we go. Something like that. Okay, so with that in mind, uh, we can now start to orchestrate the rest of it. The next thing I'm gonna add is a bit of brass. This is a very brassy song. It's got that, uh, uh, that big band feel. So um, I'm gonna stick on some trumpet and uh, I'm gonna show you how I, I, I would add the rest of the brass in coordination with that. Okay, so some basic notes there, and let's extrapolate those onto the other parts. First of all, I'm gonna neaten that part slightly. As you can see, my playing isn't very accurate, especially when it comes to big band, because you've got a very sloppy feel to it usually. And so I'm gonna tighten it uh, for musicality and uh, then extrapolate from there. One second. 
Okay, so now we've got the trumpet in place. Time to add another trumpet. Uh, there's one already set up here. So I will copy and paste that down. And we'll, that'll give us two trumpets. Do we want them playing the same thing though? could get away with it but I'm not going to use that I think we'll just for the sake of argument I'll try a bit I'll try and be a bit more inventive with it this time so I'll um, move these notes into the chord now the chord at the beginning is the chord of A minor so an obvious one for me to put there is E because uh, A minor consists of A E and C as a basic chord you'll see what I mean and so on. So I'll work my way down the uh, uh, down the song and work out what needs to go where for the for the trumpets. Then I'll do the same with the trombones. Then the same for the sax, and we should have a brass part. Let's take a look. So now we've extrapolated the brass, it's time to add a bit of colour to it. And I think I'll do that with a piano. So uh, I'll improvise around it and see what happens. And that song will develop and it'll create a, a shape and uh, then it'll just be stored. Whether it's used or not, I have no idea. But thanks for joining me for this bit, folks, and I'll see you back upstairs with Matt. So here it is, the Pauline and George show. There was two, now there's one. All the characters gone, but people like the Pauline and George show. It's what everyone knows and what both of them chose But it's stuck in the muck and it just never grows Tune in next week, it's the same as the week before But Pauline and George should be wanting something Cheers for that, Rich. I feel like I now know how to write a song better than I ever did before, and my songwriting skills are pretty poor, so uh, that's really helpful, actually. You did brilliantly, sir. Oh, I just sat and watched. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think this is a good time to wrap things up, and, yeah. and this week, hopefully, by the time this episode's out, we'll have had the, the first round of ticket sales. And what we can do is point you here uh, to the site, so we can uh, perhaps uh, take you to the Lawrence Batley Theatre site, if you want to come and see by George. Uh, the address is... TheLBT.org. 
Thank you for that. And we'll post links uh, along with the descriptions uh, on YouTube and also in the podcast description as well. So you can just click on that and go straight there and yeah. make a purchase. Yeah, perfect. It's, it's yeah. lovely to see you. There. Don't forget to watch the rest of the episodes of the podcast so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're on there. And if you're not on there, then you should have gone on there to watch this episode so that you could see the masterclass as it happens. <laughs> Last two episodes, in fact, quite a lot of episodes, just watch them on YouTube. Listen to them on on uh, your favourite podcast streaming sites as well but most importantly get your tickets because this is going to be a fantastic show a Yorkshire amateur premiere indeed see you there see you next time cheers Rich bye 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 bye